know You better call somebody I'm back, baby What, 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 what Four out of five top Hollywood movie stars use moment, moment, moment of clarity. What's up, everybody? It's your man, Stefan G. You are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network. Uh, I've got Mike. I've got Kim. They are in the house today. Hey. <laughs> How you doing, Kim? I'm good. Mike, welcome back from vacation. Thank you, thank do you, you. Do you plan to leave us again soon? No, no, not anytime soon. All right, because you know you've been skipping class lately. Yeah, I mean I was it was like, a lot. It was a lot of fun. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I was wondering, were you looking to go somewhere else or what? Like, yeah, Kim thought you were shopping applications. Like shopping applications. Yeah, she thought you were sending your resume out. I mean, not saying I don't do that. <laughs> Anyway. Okay, note to self. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. So, um today's show is a little bit different, a different tone for today. Um today's show we have a little bit of a different tone for today because we are still in the midst and in the wake of the uh Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida. Uh for some of you who don't know, uh many of you do know, but for for some of you who don't know who listen to this radio show, um, we are based in Orlando. That is our hometown. It's where all of us live. Uh, we come together every day in the city or every week in the city of Orlando to do this show. And it's where we eat, drink, live, shop, play, go to church, like everything. Um, and so for us, this takes a little bit of a different uh, connotation than it does for a lot of people. Um, cause of course it hits very close to home. Um, the three of us, if we don't necessarily know people who were killed or hurt in the shooting, we know people who know people who were killed and hurt in the shooting. Uh, so I believe, and I would correct me if I'm wrong, but for each of us, it's no more than one person removed. Yeah, definitely. That, for me. yeah. So we have friends of friends or direct friends who were affected by this. And uh, it's been a little heavy for the past few days. And people have been doing what they should be doing um, or what you would say they should be doing. I believe Orlando has reacted beautifully. Uh, They truly have encompassed their name, the city beautiful, um, because the city has come together in a way that I don't think I've seen here in Orlando uh, for anything and it's something to watch it's something to see uh, even the other night at the candlelight vigil it was something to see that many people crammed into what is really not that big of a space uh, out in front of Dr. Phillips um, but there were people there and they were from all over central Florida not just Orlando um, for those of you who don't know Orlando's one of those towns that it's a bit, a little big city, so it's got its city to it, but then it's got a ton of little towns around it that make up Orlando. And there were people from everywhere that were there the other night, uh, paying their respects, showing their support, and just being a part of uh, helping 
everybody through this situation, this circumstance, this crisis? I would I would say that the the one of the amazing things that I've seen people do in this time is the response time has been immediate. Yeah, it really as has. As soon as a text you received a text or any type of communication about a need, it the was there. Community definitely responded. Yeah, I mean, we it, it, you just as an example when you're talking about oh, there's a blood mobile over on Altamont Avenue and they're taking donations, but the line is an hour and a half long and it's getting hot. In 10 minutes, there's ice and water and Gatorade yes. and snacks and juice and all kinds of stuff just there. Yes, and I, I was so, one, proud to be a resident a resident of Orlando, and I was just very proud that my friends were responding as well. I was like, right. yo, I have some amazing friends they were like, where are we going to give water to next? Who's going to the grocery store now? Uh, which blood bank are you at? So, I, you know, so I know what the timeline looks like at your at the blood bank that you're standing at. So right. we were each at different locations. And as soon as we got the email about, you know, there was a need for blood within the hour, we were at one of the blood banks. Right. It was just I am just beyond proud. Very, very proud. It really helps us to see, you know, as we live here, uh, what kind of city we live in. Yes. And I know for those of you who are listening outside of the Central Florida area, I know we've got people who listen to this radio show from as far away as Barcelona. Um, But for those of you that are listening, you know, I know you're seeing a certain thing, you know, and they're doing a pretty decent job on on the news stations of showing uh, what Orlando is doing in response to this. But they've also kind of shifted towards, you know, digging into the backstory of the shooter and all this other kind of stuff. So I I definitely say, you know, that the response that Orlando has had, the city of Orlando and the surrounding uh, neighbor neighborhoods has been amazing. And like you said, it kind of makes you proud. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely love living here. You know, I've been in Orlando. Goodness gracious. Who knows how long I've been in Orlando now? Do tell, do tell. I've, <laughs> I've been in Orlando for about 16, 16 to 18 years now. Mm. Um, and so this is home. You know what I mean? It's the longest I've ever lived anywhere. So this is my home. Yeah. And I love being in the city and I love living in the city and I love watching what this city has done over the past couple of days. Um, but with that being said, there are a couple of questions that have come up, even in the conversations that the three of us have sat and had about this ordeal. Um, and one of them is the conversation that we're going to tackle on the show today. And it's probably the simplest conversation, yet not quite the easiest question to answer. Simple, but not easy. Um, and that is, how should Christians respond in this situation, in a situation like this. And when I say a situation like this, I mean specific to the intricacies of this situation, not just, oh, there was a shooting. But what makes this one different, and Kim pointed this out in kind of our pre-show conversation, what makes this one different is that the shooting happened at a gay nightclub, um, at a gay dance club. And so whenever you're looking at You know, you talk about what Christians should do and Christians should love everyone and support everyone and be there for everyone. And that's what we as Christians want to do. You know, Mm -hmm. we want to love everyone. And and if you don't, 
I, you, you might want to look at your Christianity, but that's a different conversation. But we should at least desire to want to love everyone and be there for everyone and embrace people who are hurting. You know, one of the things that got really stuck into my heart when all of this happened is, you know, that you cry with the people who are crying and you mourn with those who are mourning and you rejoice with those who are rejoicing. Um, and so, but what makes this one different is, as, as Kim pointed out in our pre-conversation, once you do that as a Christian, there's a potential for the conversation to shift and the conversation to then turn to, oh, you support homosexuality now. Oh, you're an advocate for gay rights now. And so taking that in consideration, we ask, how do Christians respond to a situation like this? When a human being, a people group that you that lives a lifestyle that is against your beliefs, and you, you, honestly, you've been politically battling this out for years, how as a Christian do you respond? Now, of course, in my heart, I say no differently than you would to anybody else. But I understand that the answer might not be that easy, even though it might be that simple. Well, and it's like what you said. Um, even if we do respond like everyone else would, there's still that question people ask you. Or they try to construe it into something different. You know, if you're a Christian, say you want to respond like you would to anything else. And you would be one of those people giving blood, you know, to help those people. Right. That's one thing. But as a Christian, you still might not want to give money to like a gay rights group out of this. Right. And there's going to be people that say, well, you're a hater then. You know, why wouldn't you do that? And they say things like, you're no better than that person who killed them kind of thing. Now, that's kind of the extreme. Right. But that's out there. Hey, you know, I just think the response should be love. I don't, I, I honestly don't believe that my belief system even needs to come into play as being something that is shared necessarily. Um, now, will my beliefs drive my actions? Absolutely. Those, those standards that I live by, those Christian standards that I live by will drive me to act accordingly. And that act should be love. Um, but does a conversation need to happen? Is, is this my time to um, to minister in words to the people? I don't necessarily think so. I, I believe that my ministry should be in action. When you, when you say in words, what do you mean? Because I, mean, I, I, I think I agree with you, but I, I want to make sure. This is I'm not a time for me to be preaching. Okay, I, I completely agree with that. You know, what needs to what needs to happen is you this the the people who are impacted by what has happened or in a situation like this they really need to be exposed to the fruit of the spirit and and that is it that that that's 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 really what i believe that's what i hold on to and i think that's what should be driving all christians at this time that's the response so what does that look like what does that action of love look like i asked the question earlier before we got on the microphone um should our action look different because we consider ourselves followers of Christ or should the heart behind the action be the only thing that's different? Cause like you said, Mike, there's people out there giving blood. Like there's probably 
this is a really bad estimate, but I I would guess 30,000 people gave blood over the past three days, right? Maybe even more, maybe 50,000. Um, and out of those 30,000, I would also venture to guess maybe half of them identify themselves as Christian. So does the action, should the action look different as a follower of, a Christ, follower of Christ or is it just the heart behind the action that looks different? Different than what? Different than the mass. You know, because like for the example, everybody gave blood, right? Christians gave blood, non-Christians gave blood. So that's a similar, that is an action that many people have taken part in, right? So is there another action or a separate action that, as a follower of Christ, you should now be engaged in that looks different from the same action that everybody else is in? Or is it just the heart behind the action? Because people who gave blood, you know, everybody who gave blood did it, did it out of a, a need, a necessity, a desire to help, so on and so forth. And then, as you said, some of us did it out of a desire to show the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And so is there a different action that needs to happen or is it just the heart behind the action? I don't necessarily think it needs to look different, but in some ways it's going to be perceived as different because they're going to, I mean, if they know it's Christians doing it, it's going to open a lot of people's eyes to what true Christianity is. That if we're showing love, even to people that we disagree with, that it's going to be perceived as, well, Christians really do show a lot of love because they completely disagree with that lifestyle, but they're still out there helping their fellow man. And so it doesn't necessarily have to look different See, than anyone else. I would say that's the part where I agree with what Kim had to say, but there's also a little twinge of me that feels like what you had to say, where it's like I desire to see or not even to see, but I want for us as Christians to be able to show our hearts. You know what I'm saying? To where there's a space that's like, yes, we care as well. You're shaking your head. Because I don't, because I'm shaking my head because I don't, I, I, I think what you're saying needs to look different and you, please I really want to be corrected if I'm wrong. <laughs> what you're what you're asking should it look different? I don't think when you say different, that lets me know that it's not currently happening or you don't believe that it's currently happening. So now the action, the course of action that I'm taking as a Christian looks different. If this is my everyday, it is not different. No, it that's is, not what I'm saying. At but all. but that's what I'm saying. What what I am saying is that it doesn't need to look different if you're hap- if this lifestyle, this type of love, this type of display is happening every day. So maybe the, what I think the conversation should be is are Christians exhibiting this every day? Well, we already know they're not. Yeah, when he says, I mean, we already know they're not. That's I I I understand. I agree with you. That is a great question, but we already know the answer to that question is no. Not the ma- I mean, unless you're talking. We can go individual and we can say our individual Christians doing it. Then maybe we can say yes. But the mass majority of Christians exhibiting this type of love every day to members of the gay, homosexual, LBG community. LBG and, and I'm community, not just, I, I don't, not. I, it doesn't have to be that community. I, I'm not really sure why 
they why why you are kind of feeling like it's important for what has happened currently because to me the response is no different if this is your every day am i not making sense you're making sense but i think you're missing something well what he's when he says looks different he's not saying looks different based on what christians usually do he means looks different based on what non-christians are doing right now so the actions of Christians right now, should that be different than the actions of non-Christians right now? No, I actually think that I, no one wants to hear this, but I actually think they have mastered what Christians haven't mastered. I, I, I think agree they with have you. it together. So, I agree with you a thousand percent. So should it be different? No. No, then you might need to be emulating what they're doing. And that's why I ask, is it just a heart action that needs to be different? Is it just the motivation behind the action instead of different than the action? Because I agree with you wholeheartedly that if you're talking about what the model is right now, yeah, non-Christians have set the standard yeah. for what it's supposed to look like. You know what I mean? I remember I did a show a long, long time ago that was called um, something about homosexuals have taken the word love. Like that was supposed to be our word. The rainbow is our symbol, you know, and they have taken it and utilized it in a way that it has permeated our society like never before. You know, mm -hmm. but we haven't done that. And so I would agree with you a thousand percent that that's that's the model. That's the standard that we because we're not at all doing this on the everyday. And the only reason I'm focusing on the LGBT community right now and all that kind of stuff is because this is the situation that we're in here in Orlando. Got it. And so I believe that that is a and I believe that's a perfect example of how and why, because if there's any community that doesn't feel the support of Christians, I would say it's them. You know what I mean? If there's any community or any people group out there that doesn't feel like, well, you know, Christians might like, they might think murderers can get off after they say the salvation prayer and they might let thieves in their church and they might let homeless people in their church and they might let this and that and the other thing, but they don't let us in their church, you know? And so I, the main reason I focus there is because number one, this is what happened in Orlando. And number two, I believe if there is a people group out there who can say we don't feel the love, they might be the one. They might really be the one. So, moment of clarity, Stefan G. Kim's got so much more to say when we come back. No, she yeah, she does. I see the smile. Uh, so, we're going to continue this conversation a little bit more when we come back. And I, I, I really, I, I don't know if I necessarily think we have to come to an answer in this show but i definitely want to say enough to get people thinking you know okay. I, I definitely want to say enough to get people really considering what they're doing and what they're not doing and why they're doing and why they're not doing and all that kind of stuff so moment of clarity stefan g will be back in a second like we binge of the nerds Only cause they remember Gave us the schminker Now to get out <laughs> Just to be a speaker yeah. The world will return Ain't no maybes And likely we'll fire in his eyes So don't take it lightly <laughs> They're not ready for this one Moment of clarity, Stefan G. Uh, I guess you can, can consider this a special edition of Moment of Clarity because it will be released a day early um, for the internet masses. 
But uh, we're talking about the Orlando shooting. Um, and Kim, you, you, you kind of opened the door for me to say something that I wasn't really going to talk about. Oh. Um, but you talked briefly about um, how it's evident that the non-Christians have kind of set the standard. They've kind of, we need to, if we're going to try to show love, we kind of need to emulate them. Um, and it brings me back to the conversation that we were having before we went on the air when I was kind of expressing my frustration that I hadn't seen a Christian symbol stand up and say, we love people who, you know, we're here for the families of people who died as well. Um, but that's kind of where that came from is like, I'm seeing all of these other people groups being represented. I'm seeing the Muslim people group being represented. I'm seeing Jewish people group being represented. I'm seeing uh, minority people groups being represented. I'm of course seeing LGBT community represented. I'm seeing politicians being represented on the on behalf of the citizens of Orlando, on behalf of the citizens of the state of Florida. I'm seeing so many of these people groups being represented, yet I haven't seen on Front Street the Christian people group being represented. And I think that is a, even another place where that standard has been set by the non-Christian and we can find a way to express that love and show that love, like stand up in like when there's the bank of microphones and there's, you know, 15, 20 dudes behind the bank of microphones. Like I want to see a pastor back there. You know, you're not, I'm, I'm not saying that there aren't going to be some pastors that are there. Right. You know, I'm going to actually say it could happen. Okay. All right. Say that. But when I, but why why you may not see it is because let's just keep it 100 christians don't want to admit this but they're judgmental it's hard to stand behind a mic when you've got when you've spewed so much judgment Ooh. toward a group of people Ooh. so I, I i really my honest opinion you're so right about that oh my god you're so right about that oh my god kim what you are so right about that I don't, like, I don't know. Like, walk in here and just spit truth all in my face. Like, I got little bits of saliva and food particles all on my cheeks because of this truth that you just spit out is. of this mic. <laughs> I am so serious right now. That is unadulterated truth. And that is, you spoke my heart. I hadn't said that to anybody. Okay. But, like, you really spoke my heart because you're telling the truth. You can't, You it's, it's difficult to stand behind that microphone when you've told these people they are damned and going to hell and oh, the, yeah. the reason that our society is in the toilet right now and that they want to molest all of our children and that, I mean, that's what we've said. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, I'll be, you know, go a little step further because I, I really haven't talked about it and I know a lot of people don't share the same views that I have, but I, I, I might even blame the body. I know for for a lot of the behavior because I I like to think that this is why the, we're related the the material bullets that we saw that were that he unloaded in this club are just a manifestation of the bullets that we have released of judgment y mm -hmm. yes that we've released so yep. so you can't you can't look at the shooter yeah, I I might be walking the edge with this, you know, walking a fine line. You can't look at the shooter any kind of way because he he responded to what you spewed out. You've already dropped the fiery darts. Right. You've already aimed and released the fiery darts. 
And so he even carried though, out the work like you've done it. You, you This is what you ordered. This is what you wanted. You know, you, you may not go so far as to say, no, I didn't want, you know, that. I didn't want them to die. Right. Right. But everything you've said has basically led that direction. Right. It, it's kind of like when and I'm going to get some flack for saying this, but it's kind of like when Republicans are mad that Trump is their nominee right now. Like you built that. Right. Like, what do you expect? You you created this monster. It's true. Now you got to live with it. And it's kind of the same thing in the premise that we have denigrated this people group for so long that, I mean, what did we think was going to eventually right. happen? Right. Violet. And even though this guy wasn't Christian. Well, that's all I was going to say. He wasn't influenced by Christianity. He wasn't, but I wouldn't doubt that the society around him help to drive what he was influenced by in his right. own religion. That's what I would. That's I'm what very mean. skeptical of that. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, I don't think he was around a very Christian. You, I, I just think world. that you can't demonize a group of people and then, then don't, then when violence, it, an act of violence comes against those group of people, then you look like, well, well, why are they doing that? Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what have you just been saying all this time about this group of people? And it and it, just, it bothers yeah. me, it frustrates me to no end, and we talked about this earlier. My heart is broken that I did not see my people group represented anywhere on television, on radio, on web, you know, video, on YouTube, anywhere where they stood up and said, okay, we are here. If you need counseling, we are here. If you need prayer, we are here. If you need love, we are here. And so even to the point where I was thinking about just doing it myself. Right. You know, and then once I got started trying to do it myself, I realized there's like 100 hands in this pot right now trying to get. I'm not going to say what they're trying to get. I'm not going to do that. There's 100 hands in this pot right now. Mm. And I don't need to be in the midst of that noise because. What I'm trying to do is different from what they're trying to do. Um, But there is a place where I ask, okay, so what do we do now? The saved, the sanctified, the filled with the Holy Ghost, the baptized in fire. What do we do now besides pray? Go evaluate ourselves. Go really search ourselves out to 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 determine who are we judging and judging today right in the now yeah you know what not not as a whole but today right right now over the past 20 minutes right you know really really assess that really look at that and it, it this whole ordeal really took me back to the episode of my brother's keeper being able to love someone in whatever place that they are in. Yes. And so I that that's what I challenge the Christian community. That that's really my challenge to them. Like really let's really assess your judgments because and those not, judgments are having an impact in our community. They really are. And not just this week. And not this this week. Because right. I posted something on Facebook about this. I've been doing a little campaign on Facebook that I call Shine Orlando because I see this as an opportunity for Orlando to shine as a Christian community, for the light of Christ to beam out of Orlando while the eyes of America are on us. 
right? And I see this as, and not only do I see it as an opportunity, I see it as an opportunity that we are missing. Like I can feel it slipping our grasp, even as I'm speaking right now. And in the latest post that I put up about Shine Orlando, I talked about how we should not allow this thing to, we should not go back to normal. We should not go back to our normal way of living because four days have passed, five days have passed, the news cycle is over and people aren't talking about it anymore. Mm -hmm. We should not go back to our old routine now that this thing is over, what per se. What should be our routine? We should be new creations. We're supposed to be created new every day anyway. So we should be new creations based off of what we've learned, what we've experienced, what we've felt, what we've done. You know what I'm saying? We should be changing the routine based off of this event in itself. We should be growing. We should be. We should love more. We should hug more. We should grow more. We should allow this to increase our prayer lives. We should allow this to increase our outreach to people as a whole, not just the LGBT community, but people, period, that we should be going out to love more and do more for these people and not just inside the walls. Stop trying. That's not the conversation we were supposed to be having. Stop trying to make people who are hurting come to you. I was about to say, it's a conversation you've been wanting to have all day. So. Yeah. Stop trying to make people who are hurting come to you. Stop trying to make people who are hurting have to come to church in order to be healed. All right. Stop doing that. Jesus never made anybody come to him. He went to every city he could walk to. Yeah, it's true because that that's kind of what's happened is that we we all try to give examples today of what the church did in reaction. And every single one was it. had They did it in a building. They did yeah. it in their building. No, you're right. And, you know, individual Christians did good things. But church leaders are so wrapped up in their in their own building, in their own fellowship. They're not looking at, they don't have a kingdom mindset a lot of times, I think. And, and we know that that's so common because we, we, we oftentimes have the conversation about our leaders not necessarily meeting people where they are. Right. It's, it's, it never, the, I don't want to say it never, but that, that doesn't, and, and I think, I think, one of the things that Stefan talked about, about Christ, not, um, you know, he never necessarily made people come to him. He, he always went to the people. I th- I think I did have, had a very similar thought when I, I kept getting a lot of phone calls. Well, <laughs> let, me, let me be honest. Very few people called to check on me <laughs> during this time, but their reasoning was because, well, I knew that you wouldn't be there because it was a gay nightclub. And I, I really recall like being taking great offense to that. Like, who? what, what does that mean? You, you never know. I, I could have been in there ministering. I could have been in there. to. You just don't know what the reasoning. There's so many people that were in that club that weren't gay. Yes. Especially considering it was Latin night. Yes. I know Pulse on Latin night. That place is popping. It ain't got nothing to do with being gay on Latin night. I was like. 
You don't. You have no clue. I could have ran in there to use the restroom. You just don't know what what my reasoning could have been. And so, I, again, it it was for me that was just more of the judgment. Like you have these ideas of who is in there, what they're doing. Like I, I don't know. So definitely, um, it's a balance though because you know there there are definitely times where I've been to bars or different places and people are surprised right. that such a strong Christian like me would be there. And I'm like, why? But there's also the fine line that you don't want to, you don't want to become a part of, you know, a bad culture. You still want to be a light to them and you have to go where they are. Right. But that doesn't mean you change who you are as well to reach out to them. So it's definitely a balance, but you're right that, I think it's going to be up to individual Christians, unfortunately, to make a difference more than the church organizations. And and a part of me understands that. And y'all forgive my emotion a moment ago, but I can't accept that answer. I get it, but yeah. I can't accept it. I can't. I just can't accept that answer because we're we're called to so much higher than that. Right. I don't care what they're going to say about you. You stand up anyway. I don't care how they're going to change the conversation. I don't care how the headline is going to go. I don't care. You stand up anyway and you tell these people, I'm here right now. I'm right. I'm, I'm right here. I'm, I'm at Dr. Phillips. I'm at Lake Nona. I'm at wherever it is. I'm right out in front of Pulse if you want prayer for the next hour. Let's go. Like, I can't accept that answer. It's it's not who we are. It's not who we are. And I and I get so frustrated, upset, heartbroken that there's people there that might not get to know Christ because I'm worried about how it might look on me to be there. There's people there that might not get to know Jesus because I'm worried about what they might say about me to be there. I think that I think that that worry is associated with judgments made by those particular organizations or that that particular group of people. You (laughs) I think the body is just going to have to uh, group outside of these organizations sometimes. Yeah. The fellow Christians are going to have to come together, and it's not going to be in one of these church buildings. It's going to have to be different, and that's unfortunately it's hard to do. Yeah, because people are so wrapped up in their own stuff. And 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 quite honestly, I I know Stefan and I disagree on this. I think until those judgments are gone. You're not gonna get the response. You're, I, I'm, I, I'm not coming to you. I don't. I don't. I don't even want you to pray for me when I know you've judged me. You're like, probably are right. Are you serious? You're probably right. I don't even think you're genuine. Yeah. And and and, and, and it's been and, so and I loud. I think that the prayer is gonna be. We're gonna pray the gay away. Exactly, and that's that's the biggest problem. 
that that's something I said when I put out a video earlier this week. I was like, listen, we need to be there for these people and we don't need to say anything about them changing their lifestyle right now because right. that's not where we are right now. That's not what this is about right now. These are people who are hurting. They've lost brothers and sons and daughters and sisters and friends and loved ones. I don't care who you like to have sex with right now. That's not what's important. No, I agree. So, I am, uh, I don't know what day it's going to be, but someday in the near future, I'm going to take a, it'll probably be next week actually. Um, I'm going to take a couple days and I'm just going to go on tour. And I'll put it on Facebook. I'll put it on the D. D Stefan G Facebook page. I'll put it on the J97.5 FM Facebook page. I'll put it on the websites. I'll put it on my personal Facebook page. And if you want to join me to pray for people, we'll just go pray for people. If you want to join me to just hug people and love people and let them cry on your shoulder and tell them that you're there for them and do whatever it is that they need us to do in this place, come with me because we're going to go. I can't accept that answer I can't accept the answer that we can't that's not that's not who we are so I'll go and if you want to come with me just pay attention and I'll put all the dates and times up I'll create an event it doesn't matter we're just gonna go so moment of clarity catch y'all guys next week Lord, I just wanna live like you. Lord, I just wanna live like you. Lord, I just wanna live like you.